Hi, welcome to the ministry of Prophet Daniel Jedu, a word and spirit based ministry because we are born of the word and born of the spirit. His God given mandate is to raise babes in Christ into spiritual maturity by a deliberate teaching of the complete and pure word of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit and to take the gospel to the nations of the earth. Prophet Daniel Jedu is the lover of the word and a passionate teacher of the word of God. And his ministry is accompanied by strong teaching, healing, and prophetic grace. All over the world, his teachings are busting the faith of many people and revealing what the mind of God is for them. Many people have come to receive supernatural encounters through his ministry. The message you are about to listen to has been designed specifically to grow you into spiritual maturity. So many people have received testimonies by listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast. Say your testimony with leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or you can send it to us via email at contact at wordloversglobal.com. Now, Prophet Daniel Jedu walks us through the word. Stay tuned. Look, a problem means you need a replacement. So where do you get a replacement from? Where are the substitutes? In the unseen. So you bring them and they replace. So you are sick. It means that you need a replacement of health. Now when you bring health, now you don't see sickness again. What do you see? Health. From today. You are going to substitute every problem and every challenge by faith in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to explain so it enters your heart. And you understand it. You are no longer a beggar. You thought you were who you were because you were looking horizontally. Look at the things above. Now, you can only see the things in the unseen realm by seeing them in the word of God. Because the word of God shows them to you. Okay? Okay, beautiful. Let me confirm this one with another scripture. 1 Corinthians 1, 26 to 30. So, to be on the safer side, you start looking at the unseen. Start cooking it. Start cooking it. Cook it. Cook it. Some of you, you are not cooking anything, yet you are looking for results. You are using your mind to say big things, but your heart sees small. That is why meditation, meditation is the third level of believing because you must push it from your head to your heart. I know you have ideas, big ideas, big, big ideas, but your heart hasn't seen it. There are some monies you are looking for. Your head has it, your heart doesn't have it. Your head has millions, your heart has coins. I'm telling you. <laughs> Your head, amazing. So, oh, your head is seeing the thing. You see, two million. I said I was showing you two ways of overcoming the trouble, right? And I'm showing you the first one, Second Corinthians 4, right? And I said I'm adding another one to top up this one. That's First Corinthians 1, 26 to 30. Uh-huh. Look at it. For ye see your calling, brethren, how that not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. 
You know when you come into Christianity, they feel like you've lost essence. What Things are bad for you. And you believe that. You see what they tell you. You see it. But when you see your scriptures, you'll be worried. Because those are the people God pick. <laughs> Go on, 27. But God had chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. Because as we serve God like this, as you are seated here, they think you are not correct. They think you should be somewhere else because they are wise. So they call us foolish and the foolish things. The people that are doing ba da da ba da ba What is that? But the Bible says God had chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. He said, and God had chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty. To confound means to shut the mouth. So God will use you to shut the mouth of the so-called mighty and the so-called wise. You haven't seen it yet. 28. And base things of the world and things which are despised. Things which are despised had God chosen. Yea. And the things which are not to bring to naught. That's what I was telling you. Things which are not. That means things which do not exist. It will bring to naught things that are seen. So they saw you to be a foolish guy. Just know that there's a replacement. You see, your problem is that you stop praying. Your problem is that you stop fasting. Your problem is because you stop listening to the word of God. Your problem is because you stop reading the word of God. Because all you kept doing was that you believed the things they said. And you now begin to see how unworthy you are, how things are not working for you. How, yes, things are not working for you because it had to be changed. You never saw it like that. So what do you do? The replacement is in the spirit. So the more I'm t- in this life, you will have you will have obstacles. Now that mistake you made had to be substituted. Can you see that? Can you see problems as time for substitution? And the substitution comes from the spirit. It comes from the unseen realm. It will bring to naught things that exist. You to pray, say you won't pray. Go to church, you won't go to church. You are sleeping. You are doing this. You You expect things to happen. They won't happen. Problems will line up. All the problems that ought to have been substituted... You haven't substituted them. And they've lined up. They've lined up. They've lined up. So the problems, they happen. You, you know them. You've seen them before. <laughs> you have seen them before, but you have never seen the unseen realities. You haven't seen them before. So I gave you this scripture to support it. Okay? Okay. Now the second way to overcome these challenges is the very one you know, that James chapter 1 verse 2. He said, beloved, you count it all joy when you go through diverse temptation. He didn't say you cry. He said, don't shed tears. Don't be worried. Don't be worried. You count it joy. You see, you don't do it. 
Count it all joy when ye fall into diverse temptation. He said when. He didn't say if. He said when. Which means you will. I will. You will. I will also. But the Bible says that when you do, instead of saying, oh, why, why? Stop strengthening the devil. The Bible says, count it all joy. So you start saying, Lord, I thank you that I've lost my job. Lord, I thank you that I've lost this. Lord, I thank you that this is not going well. Oh, Lord, I thank you that this is not correct. Oh, Lord. Do you know what you are doing? You are counting joy. You see, it doesn't make sense to you. Yes, because the things of the spirit, they are foolishness. That's why they call it, they think they are wiser than us. But God used those things to confound. They saw me, they saw me thanking God, saying my job. I've lost my job. The next time they realize I'm a business owner. What they didn't know was that the end of you serving men or working for somebody had come. God wanted now you to handle your own business, but you were fighting it. God wanted you to be a CEO. You wanted to be a staff. God wanted you to chop profit. You wanted to chop salary. You see, when you see what men see, you cry and do the things men do. Remember, the Christian work is what? Vertical, horizontal. Keep working like this. Keep working. Once a problem comes, start jumping. Opportunity for substitution. Don't ever forget this. So when you go home, every problem you feel you have in your way, go and write them down. And say you, substitution, 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 substitution. Now, go take your Bible. Look at those things. Find out what the Bible says concerning these things. Hold on to it by faith. And begin. You pray. The Lord will give you ideas. Immediately you substitute that thing. Are you with me? Yes, sir. Satan is not happy. I know what I'm saying. He's not happy. I'm sharing this. He's not happy. Because he's lost you. So after the challenges, you see the reward. Okay? But all these things that I'm saying, if you don't do it, Luke 6, 46 to 49. TPT. There are so many angels behind me. Eh? They are supporting the meeting. Because this is a heavy one. That will liberate you forever. Now anytime you go through a problem, you won't do ah, ah. You say, hey, substitution. Substitution. Hey. Substitution. You don't substitution. You wake up one day. They call you from work. They say, don't come again. Substitution. Substitution. See you on ya. Your problem is because you want to tow the road mentor. You want to forever be a staff. 900. 1,009. 4,000. When your profit can be 50 million. They've sacked me. I don't know what to do. I don't know. Oh Lord, I've been seven. I've been paying tight. I won't go to church. I won't go to church again. I won't go to church again. I've been going to church. Look at what. Hey. 
when you when the outward man eh, perishes, the inward man is renewed. Go for the word of God every day. You realize that ideas, every problem that comes, you have the word of God to counter it. You are never shaking. In fact, you don't give up. You don't cry. They are asking, hey, this thing that you are going through, you said, I count it joy. I count it all joy. Oh, you have a dream and you lose a bag. You lose money. You wake up and you are disturbed. It becomes a problem for the whole year. I, I don't know why I lost something. I think I had a dream. There was a car I was driving. I got down or something. And I lost the car. Substitution, substitution. If you didn't remember anything, remember the song. <laughs> you are driving, Prado. Then he has problem, problem. Substitution. See, there is a way to make Satan's head. You frustrate them. You frustrate, because they want to frustrate you and make you feel sad. The word of God teaches you how to frustrate them. You count it all joy. Instead of just saying crying, say, no, 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 no. Ah, hey, Charlie, you, you have heart. Oh. It's not me, it's the word of God. The word strengthens my spirit. And it makes me solid. I know my end. Can you see that? But let me warn you before we continue with this scripture. <laughs> all these things that we are saying, don't just be excited. God expects you to do. Do the word. So Jesus says that, what good does it do for you to say, I am your Lord and master, if you don't put into practice what I teach you. So all these things, what, what good does it do if you don't practice it? The day you had a problem, you didn't dance. You didn't count it to all joy. What good will it do to you? But when we open your head, it's there. But the thing is not your heart. Let me describe the one who truly follows me and does what I say. He is like a man who chooses the right place to build a house and then lays a deep and secure foundation. When you listen to the word of God over and over and over and over, do you know what you are doing? You are digging a deep and secure foundation. Because of something. When the storms of life, when the floods rage, the floods of life, when they, they hit against the house, the Bible says that it continues to stand strong and unshaken through the tempest. For he built it wisely on the right foundation. What is the right foundation? The word of God. The reason why we teach you the word of God over and train you on the word of God is because you have no idea. We are giving you a deep and a secure foundation. Because one day, the flood will come. One day, the storms will come. The tempest will come. The Bible didn't say if you have a good foundation, that the flood will dodge. Or the storms will be afraid. No. When you look at the King James, he said it will hit it will hit against the house. So you see, a good foundation and a secure foundation is what you need to look out for. 
not the storm. But for our light affliction. The flood and the storms are light affliction. Because you are standing firm. Now look at the other one, other people. But the one who has heard my teaching and does not obey, it is like a man who builds a house without laying any foundation at all. When the storms and floods rage against the house, it will immediately collapse and become a total loss. Which of these builders will you be? Listen to the word of God. You won't listen. Come to church and hear the word of God. You won't come. I don't know. You think, you think you're having fun? Don't worry. The same floods and the same storm that range against the strong house is the same thing that hit against one. So what will hit me is the same thing that will hit you. But one of us will stand. The one who will stand is the one who has a deep and a secure the Bible says secure foundation. Take church for granted. You are always in the world. You are doing, you are busy. Church becomes, you think you are building foundation? No, 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 no. no. This is Jesus' own words. He said, which of these builders will you be? He's asking a question. Which of them will you be? So you don't understand when something small happens to them, they're on the floor. The little thing that will come, you're on the floor. Small cough will come into the area and you're on the floor. Small mosquito is passing the area and you're on the floor. Because your foundation is not strong. It doesn't have deep security. I pray from today that your mind will be renewed. Listen, we don't go to church to do God a favor. That's what you should know. You see? And Jesus, through Paul, didn't say live upon audio messages or live upon video YouTube. He didn't say that. That's not what he said. He said forsake not the assembling of the brethren. That's what Jesus said through Paul. The Holy Ghost said through Paul. Is it Hebrews 10? 25 or so. He said, forsake not. And he said, for this is the manner of some. So for some, it has become a manner. A manner of life. When believers are gone, they are not there. They are looking at work. Don't worry. That storm that collapses immediately, it might come to scatter you. But the Bible says, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves, ourselves, together. I told you, if Jesus wanted to do things remotely, he would have died in heaven remotely. And we would have watched on heaven TV or heaven tube. Listen, people don't understand faith. Though. The issue of faith is not understood. That's why every time you must go for a program, if you know faith, there are some prayers you will even pray. Because Adam, Adam didn't pray in the garden. Yet all things were... Why? Why are we praying like that? Father, give me. Father, give me. Because there's no faith. The reason why there's faith is because what you are actually looking for already exists. Our problem is that we can't take it. That's the problem. You see, your heart is looking for something, yet you can't take it. It exists. 
the unseen, the unseen, the unseen realm. The question is, how do I even look at the unseen? How is it look? How can I look at unseen? See, there are four angels standing behind me. Three of them came when we started praying. I was reading. Did you see me look, look at my back? Okay. Another one just joined them. You are not seeing them. Does not mean they don't exist. The reason why I'm standing here is because the place is heavy. So I don't want to go there. Did you guys pray today about angels? Because I was instructed and given the scriptures. So the whole room and outside are full of angels. They came to help us because of what I'm talking about tonight. They came to sustain and help us. But the fact that you can't see them does not mean they don't exist. So that thing you are looking for, that your eye cannot see, does not mean it doesn't exist. It does, but it's in a realm called unseen. The only thing you can use to see them and have them is called faith. It's only faith. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were made huh? out of materials that are unseen. Okay. So, don't joke with the word of God. Okay, now that I have spoken so much about faith, I now want to tell you about how to believe. Because I couldn't have told you how to believe unless this foundation were laid. Now remember, faith is what? The consummation. The finality. Now look at all the things that are here at the place of faith. So we go back to believing. What did I say believing is? Is the process of faith. Is the process of faith. Now, Let's find out what the Bible said concerning where believing takes place and where it exists. Romans 10, 10. For with the heart, man believes unto righteousness. Okay. <laughs> That's the more reason why you, are, you can have righteousness and you are still not saved. Because saving comes by faith. For ye are saved by believing. No. For ye are saved by grace. Through what? Faith. Through faith. Now, what we are trying to say here is that for with the heart man believeth unto righteousness and not all, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Because 2 Corinthians 4.13 says that if we believe, then we speak. So because our heart believes, our mouth has spoken. The speaking of our mouth is faith. Faith without works. I said it. I said Jesus is the Lord. That is the work to faith. Can you see that? So Abraham received righteousness, but he wasn't saved. So he had to wait for Jesus to come. But the Bible says he was righteous. And the kind of righteousness Abraham had is our kind of righteousness. But why didn't he go straight to heaven? 
Because he wasn't saved. Because he had not by faith confessed the Lord Jesus or seen the Lord Jesus. So a man can believe in his heart and receive righteousness. But the man will not go to heaven. Because the Bible says it is after confession that you are catapulted into it is in salvation. So Abraham had righteousness. He didn't have eternal life. So it wasn't complete. So he believed and it was accounted unto him for righteousness. So then he had to now wait for Jesus himself to come before they were released from Hades, paradise. You see it now? So you see the place of belief? And you see the place of faith? Okay. Now, the Bible just says something to you that a man believes in his heart. Which means that your heart is your spirit actually. Which means that believing cannot be touched. It cannot be seen. I cannot see if you believe. Neither can I feel if you believe. Neither can I smell if you believe. Neither can I touch if you believe. Why? It is in the Spirit, your heart. If it was in your flesh, I can touch it. I can feel it, right? If it was in your soul, I still could touch it with words. But the Bible says it is in the heart, the spirit. So, we believe with our spirit because your spirit is the main man. Is the inward part of you. The center of a man. Please listen. I'm telling you how to believe. Now, since it is in your spirit, it means that it's a spiritual thing. And if it's a spiritual thing, it is difficult to do. So you need help. So once upon a time, Jesus was praying for a man, a man's son. And Jesus was talking about believing and the man said, Lord, I believe. Sir. Help my own belief. Is it that thing? Yes, sir. If it's of the spirit, you can't help it. It is spiritual. It means it's difficult. I want you to get this thing. The reason why your faith is weak and little and can't produce a lot of results is because it is a thing of the spirit, your heart. Okay? Let me just show you something. Look at Matthew 12.35. Matthew 12.35. Matthew. Okay, look at it. A good man. A good man is a righteous man. You. Look at it. Out of the good treasure of his heart, bringeth forth good things. Forget the rest. A good man means a righteous man. Out of the good treasure of his heart, he bringeth forth good things. So you see, the thing that you bring forth in life, they come from your heart. That's where it comes from. But it causes good treasure. Good treasure because it is believed. There's a believing, there's a, there's a bubbling, there is, you understand? Before, if you can't believe, it won't come out. Just as some people believe good things, some people also believe bad things. So he said, and an evil man out of his evil treasure 
So what you harbor in there is what comes out. Do you know what it means now? There's nothing on earth you cannot have. There's nothing on earth you can Can you have it in your heart? If you can have it in your heart, how do you get it in your heart? By believing. I still have not shown you how to believe. We are just walking the process. There's nothing in this world you can never have. There's nothing. I'm saying that again. There's nothing in this life you cannot have. If you want it, you will have it. Where does it start from? Because the Bible says that it is from the heart that the good things come out. And you are fortunate to be a born again. And you qualify as a good man. Out of that good treasure, 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 let the word of God richly dwell. In what? In your heart. It forms the good treasure. And he said, and out of it comes good. Oh my God. Out of the abundance of the heart. Out of the abundance of the heart. So, that scripture shows you it is in your heart. But it must come out by faith. It comes out by saying it. So, the treasure is cooked up. Your mouth releases. Because faith has laid hold on that which you believe. Faith gives you the picture of what is in your heart. And your mouth begins to say it. Do you comprehend? Voila. Hallelujah, hallelujah. This is amazing. So where does faith happen? Where does believing happen? In your heart. It's a spiritual thing, so it's difficult to believe. That's why some of you don't believe. Don't feel bad. Because it's not a physical thing. It's not something you can carry. The thing is somewhere you can't see. Somewhere you can't feel. But you are forced to believe. You know, they'll say, believe, believe. You don't, you don't believe. Believe. <laughs> they always tell you believe, but they don't show you how to believe. Can we go on? Now, believing is not a mental ascent. I told you, it's not of the mind. We don't believe with the mind. You can agree with your mind, but you might not believe you know, I can agree with you, but I don't believe. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I agree with what you are saying, but I don't believe. So, believing doesn't take place in the mind. That is where meditation comes in. Meditation picks up the information you have in your mind and pushes it down into your heart. Once it enters your heart, believing will start. You get it now? Some of you don't meditate. Have a timetable for yourself. You, you tell yourself, when I wake up in the morning, maybe I'll pray 10 minutes. At 12 o'clock, I'll do this. When I come home from work, between 8 to 9.30, no disturbance. 30 minutes, I'll pray. 30 minutes, I'll lie down and meditate. You see, you must be disciplined. Spiritual things don't just happen. You must, you must be disciplined. Otherwise, you will never pray you will never read your Bible. You will never. So Mondays, this is what I do. Tuesdays, this is what I do. Tuesday in the evening, instead of meditation, I will listen to an audio for 30 minutes. Maybe on Thursdays, I will just take the Bible and begin to make confessions. Discipline yourself on your spiritual journey. Otherwise, you will be living the 365 days in a year and you haven't done focus. All you know how to do is bala, 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 and nothing is happening. How can you be praying and not seeing vision? That's, that's, that's what I keep asking. You pray and I ask you, what did you see? You say, I saw nothing. And you are still praying because prayer 
It's called the ministration of the spirit. And you prayed by the Holy Ghost and you didn't see anything. You've been praying for the past four years. How many visions do you see in your prayer? Now, if you don't see visions in prayer, which way are you going? Which way are you going? How is God directing you? What is God showing you? You always pray, Mara, Hayapatatata, Ikolekenebe, and the darkness in Kwan. When you finish your prayer, you don't know what decision to take. You don't know what to do. You are just there. No. Because you don't have a disciplined life. If you are hearing me, if you don't know, when you go and do that, when I wake up from bed, whichever time, maybe 15 minutes prayer, then I won't do anything. It's only prayer. Maybe in the afternoon, if you are working, maybe break is one hour. Maybe I'll use my first 15 minutes. I'll pray some 10 minutes and listen to audio for the rest of the minutes until break is over. Whilst I go and eat. Now, when I close and I come home at 6, maybe I rest. Around 8 o'clock to 10 o'clock, 2 hours. Maybe I'll use one hour to pray. I'll use the next 30 minutes to listen to an audio. Then I'll use the next 30 minutes to lie down and to meditate. Because there's some information in your head that must go down. That must go down. You don't have a disciplined life. And when you're having that meditation time, nobody disturbs you. And then at 12 o'clock, you wake up. What do I do? Because in the morning, you don't have time to pray because you are going to work. Do it between 12 and 2. Or 12 and 1. Do something tangible. Do something. You sleep, ah, then you come to church. Then you sleep, ah, then, then you are looking, I'm a great man. I'm a mighty man. But when you close your eyes, you see a poor guy. Because your heart, I'm telling you, we have read all the scriptures. Your heart doesn't see it. I'm telling you. Your mind is seeing that you are a millionaire. You are seeing 20 million. But your heart sees coins. So when you go to the ATM, you are going to exercise your faith. Because there's no coins there, nothing will show. I heard a man of God, we watched the video, a man of God in Nigeria. I'll mention the name. He said God, maybe some of you have seen the video. An old man. And he went to the bank. He just entered the bank and said he was building a house. He had co-contractors and everything. And he went to the bank. You've seen it. And he says, please, I'm, I'm redrawing five million. Naira. They look into the account and there was money. He said, ah, the money has not arrived. You've seen the video. He said, I have business with God. I pay tight. I give this. So he said, let's give God 45 minutes. God will put the money inside. The bank man said, you are a fool. Get out of here. Are you correct? Within the 45 minutes, not only was the account credited with 5 million, 10 million. 10 million naira. You think faith just happens by just declaring, I have faith. I'm a billionaire. I'm a billionaire. I'm a billionaire. 10 million. He said the bank manager was crying. He said, who are you? Are you a human being? He said, ah, yes, I eat Gary. <laughs> just like you. Ah, you see, some of you have seen the video. When you hear a testimony like this, you begin to pray. Pray until your heart will receive light into that revelation. You will not see five million. You will see something else. Once you see, don't rush. Don't rush because it was the first time you saw. The following day, close your eyes and see if you see again. If you don't see again, it means it's not yours yet. It's not cooked yet. When it is cooked, when you go, Still, you might not see it, but there's joy inside. 
You see, if you go and that money doesn't come, what you say is that the bank doesn't have money yet. Your heart doesn't leap and say, hey, I'm fine. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? I know this because I've seen, I've done it before. I went for, to five ATMs. Three days. I never gave up. Anytime I say fish, you must give me money. I'm a son of God. I didn't know some things I know today. I didn't know. Our problem is that we are lazy. We don't want to practice anything. Every time, you when you go home, go and lie down and see how big you are. Close your eyes. You will see that nothing, nothing is coming. Right? Your head is, you get a headache. Because you are thinking, like you are trying to see. You're trying to see. Then the thing is not coming. You see, Madukabaya. As you are seeing, you want to see yourself as a big man, you see a horse passing. <laughs> Do you know what it means? You, you don't have light. You don't have illumination. Then you say, oh no, I don't like. Okay, so let's go on. Let me show you this. Go to Luke chapter 8, verse 11 to 15. Do either amplified or TPT. Let me show you something. Now, the meaning of the parable is this. The seed. Remember the parable of the sower. Jesus said, the seed is the word of God. So note it. Anywhere you read the Bible, you see the seed is the word of God. Or if you see the word of God, it qualifies to be a seed. So when the word of God comes into your heart, a seed has come and it will be fruitful. Okay? And he said, those along the travel road or those that fell by the roadside are people, listen to this, listen to this before you write. They are people who have heard the word. Then the devil comes and carries away the message out of their heart. I want to explain. Some translation says he comes to take away the word. You can't take away the word. You can take the message. The Bible says Christ is our message. The word is different from the message. Do you understand? So Satan can't take the word. You know the word of God is not words. The word of God is a person. He's Jesus. He's God. Satan can't take him away. But he can take his message to you out of the signals. Whatever he's passing across to you, he can take that one away, but not him. You must understand this. So he carries away the message out of where? Why not their head? Because once it lands in their heart, they will believe. That they may not want, look at it, believe. Because believing takes place in the heart. We are in church. We are not down close. The word of God is coming. You are in a hurry. You want to leave. From that point, Satan carries all the message away. It's a distraction. You will see. <laughs> Look. That they may not believe. So, Satan's focus is that I won't make men believe. So, the reason why you are not able to believe some things is not normal. That's Satan's job. You can hear amazing word of God here. But the message is not landing. Because he comes to steal it. 
Because once he lands, he's in trouble. And he said, acknowledge me as their savior and devote themselves to me and be saved. So the guys will not be saved because they didn't believe. Because believing must start, then faith must happen. Are you following? Look at the next one. And those upon the rock are the people who, when they hear the word, receive and welcome it with joy. Oh, glory, let it flow, let it flow. But these have no roots. Do you know what it means? The word of God entered the heart. But they, it didn't have time to gain roots. I told you, believing is not easy. If the word of God has no root, the Bible says that they believe for a while. So believing took place. The first one, believing didn't even happen. Here, they believe, but what? For a while. And a time of trial and temptation fall away. Withdraw and stand aloof. Yeah. Why am I teaching belief? Because it looks like it's a, it's a simple thing. It's not as simple as it is. There are a lot of believers who are unbelievers. There are a whole lot of believers who are unbelievers. So the first one, the word came. Satan rushed for the message. So that the word will not even land in, on the heart. For them to even believe. The second one, the word came. It landed on the heart. It started gaining roots more small. They should have taken their time to what? To water down and believe more from where? The word. They listened to the word once and that was all. They came to church once, that was all. Look, be wise and steady because after I've taught this thing today, if it's not because of faith fast, on Wednesday, I'm not teaching faith. I'll be teaching something, maybe the Holy Ghost. The next time I'm teaching about righteousness. The next time I'm teaching about something else. So that thing that you had that brought faith. If you don't do the job of going back, opening your notes and reading and reading and reading until. Because after church, you go and put your notes down. Some of you that you don't even bring anything to write. You think you will just grow faith easily. No, it doesn't happen. No. It doesn't. It doesn't. Troubles and trials will come. We saw it. He said the storm and the flood. Look at it. They believe for a while. And in time. So there is a time. In time. Maybe it's not now. That's why you don't see it. But there will be a time. There will surely be a time of your trial and your temptation. And the Bible says because you don't have root, you will fall away. You will fall away. You will withdraw. You will stand aloof. The Bible says, and in time, in time of, in time of, Paul calls it in the evil day. Your evil day has not come. That is why you behave the way you behave. But when your evil day comes, and you realize that you don't know even what to do. Because the point is that you don't even have faith built. The reason why you are down by trouble is first of all, you didn't believe anything. The foundation is taken off. So there's actually no faith. So do you know what? Now you need the faith of somebody else to help you. Are you with me? Go to the next one. I'm sure you are seeing yourself in one of them. As for what fell among the thorns, the thorns, these are the people 
Who hear? Tell the truth, they are all hearing. You know? So you see, I am teaching. All of you are hearing. But the seed is falling differently. Some of you is falling on stony ground. Some of you on thorny ground. Some of you by the roadside. Thank you for listening to this message. We believe you have been blessed by it. We are Word and Spirit and we invite you to worship with us. You will fall in love with our Wednesday teaching service, Christian Rayman 9 at 6 p.m. Encounter the supernatural in our Friday services, dubbed Night of Bliss at 6 p.m. And sit under the reign of heaven in a furnace service on Sunday at 8 a.m. Follow the prophet of God on his official Facebook page, Prophet Danny Hyphen L. Jedu, and on Instagram as Prophet Danny L. Jedu. For videos, you can subscribe to his YouTube channel. Prophet Daniel Jedu's book, Partnership with the Lord is Out, and it's selling fasting prints and on Amazon. This book has all you need to help you assess your God given right. You can contact Word and Spirit International. Contact Services on plus two three three five four seven two two one seven seven three or plus two three three five zero four three two eight nine five nine for any inquiries. So many people are listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast on Podbean, and many have received testimonies by listening. We want you to share your testimony with us by leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or sending it to us via email to contact at wordloversglobal.com. You were made to from glory to glory and your testimony is about to shake the world you are blessed